department of the MIC, Message Influencing Change. Today, we have uh, one of our members here, Kelsey, and she is going to uh, share one of her stories with us. So, how you been, Kelsey? I've been good. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. So, what's your story for us today? Uh, my story today is about being in foster care and then being adopted. Okay, take it away. Hi, it's Kelsey back at it. On today's episode, I'm going to share my life story with you guys. One day I was with my family in the living room of our apartment and I remember hearing the police bang on the door, insisting that my mother opens it. My mother then opened the door out of panic and there were two police officers and some CPS workers there. They told my sisters and I to go pack a bag with clothing and then say bye to our mother. My sisters and I said bye to our mother while tears ran down our faces and dripped on our shirts as if our eyes were the clouds on a rainy day. We then got into the car where they had took us to this large building, which my sisters and I had no idea where we were going or what the building was. At this place, there were multiple rooms with two beds in each that had drawers attached to the bottom of the beds. I remember them handing us a fresh change of clothes and a clean towel and rag so we could shower. At the time, I was only six years old, so I was unaware of what my sisters and I were actually going through. My sisters and I ended up staying there for about two weeks before we were placed into our first foster home. Our first foster home was with a Mexican family, which included a mother, father, and small daughter. They never really communicated with us unless it was time to eat, shower, or sleep. Being there made me feel even more alone than I actually was. I was relieved that we only stayed there for a week or two. After that foster home, my sister Katrina and I were separated from our, from our other sister Deborah in two different foster homes. I don't remember the exact order of the homes that we were in, but I remember that I was always punished for misbehaving by every foster parent. One of our foster parents even made me run up and down the stairs and clean the borders in the house every time I got in trouble. That was one of the worst homes that my sisters and I were placed in because we were already suffering enough, but the lady just added more pain and distress to the situation. I admit that my behavior was bad in all of the homes that I was placed in, but how do you expect a six-year-old to act when they are taken away from their parent for no apparent reason? I personally wouldn't expect a six-year-old in that situation to act in a reasonable manner while they are dealing with that traumatic event with no explanation or understanding with what is going on. We all have our opinions, but with personal experience to this situation, I believe that foster parents should treat their foster kids better and provide therapy for them because sometimes disorders don't affect the child until their teenage years. Anyways, my sister and I were probably in and out of about five foster homes until we were able to go back with our mom. During this time, I was eight years old, so I had a bit of an understanding as to what was going on. My sister Deborah was now back with Katrina and I, so we were all happy to reunite with each other, especially with our mother. We lived with our mom in an apartment near Florin Road. Since it was the springtime, my sisters and I would always go swimming every day and come back home when we got tired. The days where we didn't swim, we would just stay home and watch Family Guy or ask our mom if we could go to the store, and she would hand us her EBT card and we would all walk across the street to Dollar Tree and buy whatever we wanted. For us, Dollar Tree was our grocery store, and the fact that we weren't told what we had to get was even better. When we would get home, our mother would be asleep like usual. She slept all day, but I was too young to understand why. About a month later, my sister Katrina and I were walking home from school, and there was a house that had a sign in the front yard that stated, Free Kittens, so my sister and I went to the door and asked about the cats. The lady told us to call our mom for approval. Good thing that day my sister took our mom's phone to school, so she pretended to call our mother and acted like she was on the other line. She then told the lady that our mom said yes, so we were able to grab a kitten each. Katrina grabbed an orange kitten, which she later named Tigger, you know, from Winnie the Pooh, and I grabbed a gray and white kitten and named it Skittles. 
Later on, we went back home and our mother was mad at us for getting kittens since the apartment did not allow pets. Our older sister, Deborah, was mad as well since we did not get her a kitten, so we had to go back and she got one and named it Shadow. A month or two later, the owner of the apartment seen a cat in the window, so he called our mom and told her that she had to get rid of them or else we would have to move out. We ended up giving the cats away. Later on down the road, about a month later, our mom told us that we were going to be taken away from her again. She called my older sisters, Deborah, previous foster mom, Angela, to see if she was able to take care of us three until our mom got better. She told our mother that she would only be able to take care of Katrina and I since we were the younger ones. We ended up moving in with her and Deborah went to a different foster home. Living with Angela wasn't as bad as all of the other foster homes that I've been in. About a year later, when I was nine years old, we went to the family court for our adoption. My sister and I both signed papers agreeing that we would like to be adopted by Angela and that our last names would then change to hers. After being in foster care for four years, I was glad to finally be out of the system. Till this day, I'm still living with Angela and I keep in contact with my biological mother. I've been visited, I've even visited my mother about four times in the past three years. She's doing way better and she is happy, as happy as can be. I also go over Katrina's house a lot and see Deborah here and there. I'm glad that everything worked out the way it did and I'm happy to be adopted. Thank you for listening to my story and I hope that this raised some awareness or even opened your mind up a little.